Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feimster. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about a new GMRS portable handheld radio from Ocean with GPS, IP67 protection from dust and water ingress, and the capability to receive on multiple bands. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialists. Early this summer, Ocean introduced an amateur radio called the KGQ-10H. We introduced it in an earlier episode of the Two-Way Radio Show, and since then, it's become quite popular with hams. Now, there is a version of this radio available for the GMRS, and it could be the next big thing. We're talking about the new KGQ-10G. Yeah, Rick, I, I am super excited about the KGQ-10G. This, this is uh, what I believe is the best GMRS radio in the world. The best GMRS radio that exists today. Uh, we've taken everything that we've learned uh, from the KG935G and the KGS88G and 805, 905, um, all the GMRS radios that have been so popular for the last couple of years and all the feedback that we've gotten from our uh, listeners and customers. And uh, the KGQ10G is sort of a culmination uh, of all of that. And we've been working on with, with Ocean on it for a long time. And uh, it's exciting to have it finally become available. Now, when you're saying this is probably the greatest GMRS radio ever, that's, that's quite a claim. Uh, it, it is quite a claim, and but that was the goal going into designing the radio. And uh, I think that it it really checks all the boxes. It has the, the features that people tell us that they're looking for in a GMRS radio. It has everything all in one package. It has uh, fully waterproof IP67. Um, it uh, has USB-C charging. It um, has multi-band receive uh, all across the spectrum. It even has uh, receive on CB radio frequencies. Um, it's high power, four power levels, six watts, tons of themes, dual configurable dual push talk buttons. Uh, it, it has NOAA support. It's, it's the total package. Well, there is a lot to unpack here. And uh, I guess we should well, let's, start let's going start through unpacking. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go through it right now. That's, that's what we're here for, Rick. Right, right. Yeah, you know, before we start, though... I think when we first launched the KGQ-10H, which has a lot of these same features, 
um, we received a lot of feedback from customers. They, they liked the radio, but a lot of them were actually clamoring for a GMRS version. So, you know, there, there was that interest there right from the very beginning. A lot of folks were saying, well, Ocean should make a GMRS version of this radio. Why don't they make a GMRS version of this radio? Little did they know that that was in the works pretty much from the beginning. And now it's here. So we're pretty yeah. excited to, to talk about it today. Yeah, totally excited to talk about it. And it has been in the works the whole time. We Normally, we don't talk about new unreleased products ahead of time just mm -hmm. because you, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, we, We've had things that uh, we, we were working on or we were pretty far along on, and then it just fell apart or got delayed and things happened. So it sort of brings bad luck, I think, if you, if you talk about unreleased <laughs> yeah. products. I, I'm afraid I'm going to jinx myself. So we try not to do that, at least until it's a, a pretty much a sure thing. We see the FCC certification in hand and, and all that. Uh, so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, this... We appreciate all the feedback, and we did hear a lot that people wanted a GMRS version of the KGQ-10H, and here it is. And uh, really, I suggest everybody, if you're interested in this radio, watch the podcast or listen to the podcast that we did on the KGQ-10H. I think mm -hmm. it was um, maybe from June, um, because we yeah. went in-depth on a lot of features there, and I don't think we're going to get to that level today, uh, but that was a long podcast. Yeah, it was. And, it was. And the the features of the radios are pretty much the same. There's 98% overlap, I'd say, between the features. that. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of that podcast will apply to this radio as well. Well, there, there are some important differences, and that really has more to do with the differences between the, the amateur and the GMRS services more than anything else, really. Right. The, the key differences are that the um, amateur version, the KGQ-10H, transmits, of course, on the amateur bands, and it will not transmit on the GMRS. Um, but also, we've made a key change in the receive frequency supported, where the amateur version would support the 6-meter band, which is mm -hmm. 50 to 54 megahertz. Um, Ocean has shifted that down to around 27 megahertz for the GMRS version because we thought C the CB band would be more applicable to GMRS users. So um, with the KGQ-10G, it will receive CB frequencies. And we've actually even included CB frequencies in the default channel lineup. Mm -hmm. um, if you're using the radio and you, you go to channels 101 through 140, those align with CB channels 1 through 40. Yeah. And uh, it will also receive on AM or FM on those CB frequencies. And you can uh, assign a function key to be toggle uh, between AM and FM uh, if you like. That's not one of the function keys by default, but you can assign that to one of the function keys if you like. So really the key features here, uh, let, let's, let's go over some of these uh, really, really big features. You know, there is one feature that I really want to get to that is in the G that is not in the H, but I'll, I'll let you run with, with these first uh, before I get there. Uh, well, what's, what's the big one to you? That, uh, I mean, we just covered the, the HG differences, but what did I miss? 
Did we talk about the channel wizard? Um, we didn't talk about that. Oh, that's something that's in the G that's not in the H. That, that's right. And the yes. channel wizard is a really big deal, in my opinion. Um, mine, too. The channel wizard is something that we, we added with the KG935G+. Plus, mm -hmm. And um, we've gotten some feedback on the channel wizard, and um, customers seem to like it. It's, it's a super easy way to go into a, sort of a wizard mode to add a new channel to your radio. So um, a common complaint that we heard is that adding a repeater is difficult mm -hmm. adding a repeater channel is difficult or you have to have the manual to do that so channel wizard sort of just steps you through the process and we have the same channel wizard from the 935g plus we have on the kgq10g mm -hmm. and that's something that's not on the amateur version and it's a good good thought Rick. yeah well thank you i have one every once in a while <laughs> really though i was really um surprised when the 935G Plus first came out. And I, I saw the Channel Wizard and I was playing around with it. I know I mentioned it uh, before on an earlier podcast. And I thought, wow, this is so innovative. This is really amazing. This is just going to... It's just going to blow away anything else that's out there uh, for GMRS at the time. And I was a little surprised when um, a lot of people who sort of reviewed it or looked it over and they really liked the radio in fact uh, there uh, there's a subset of of GMRS users that that think the 935G plus is like the greatest GMRS radio out there um you know well up to this point i, I think uh, it was to, uh, it, it was it, up to this point <laughs> but they uh, most of them seem to miss, completely miss the channel wizard aspect of it and i thought that that's one of the greatest features of this radio and um, I was surprised just how many people didn't even really consider it, or, and, and there were people that didn't even know about the Channel Wizard. And then when it was pointed out or introduced to them, they thought, oh, wow, this really is kind of something. But uh, it wasn't something that most people were, that a lot of them were not even aware of at first. Yeah, we're, we're not, uh, maybe we're not getting the word out uh, well enough. But, but I'm glad to see that it is here in the Q10G. Um, and, but what, what else know. do we have? Let's get into some of the key features of this Q10, KGQ10G. Okay. Um, um, the biggest, well, let's see, that probably the biggest thing is the, the wide receive. Mm -hmm. That's the, a major difference between the 935 series and this. Th this will receive on uh, a huge range of features. So you could call this a, a scanning receiver Um you could call this a scanning receiver as well as a radio because it, it, it supports a uh, wide receive range, including those CB frequencies around 27 megahertz. It'll also receive airband mm -hmm. um, 108 to 136. On AM. Uh, in AM, yeah. AM um, it will receive 136 to 174 uh, VHF. It will receive 222 to 225 VHF, so you can listen to the amateur band there, 320 to 480 UHF, mm -hmm. and 714 to 999 uh, UHF. Now, what are people usually listening on those uh, on that band, 714 to 999? Uh, well, there's a um, 
ham band in the 900 megahertz range. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's also the, uh, part 15, uh, you did a show on this last week, the 900 megahertz frequencies for business are, are there, uh, 700 to 800 megahertz. There's a lot of commercial, um, frequencies. I believe there's public safety in, in that range. Uh, also, 320 to 480, the, the high fours, there's a lot of commercial, uh, it's a commercial business band, and you get public safety uh, in that range as well. Yeah, that's that's. There, there's, of yeah. course, amateur there. This covers a lot of the amateur, fre- it covers the same amateur frequencies as the KGQ10H that we talked about before, with the exception of 50 to 54 megahertz. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, there's a FM radio built in of course yeah there is Um, uh, 935g um and 935g plus had that as well but uh, i would count that we should have added that in the receive frequency range but keep in mind these are all receive only frequencies here that we're talking about and when you mentioned the cb band uh that's am and fm so that's that's all uh uh, AM and FM, yeah. and you if if you find yourself receiving on CB a lot with this radio, you can assign a function key, a side key, mm-hmm. to the AM FM toggle. So that would make it a lot easier. If you're listening to CB and you hear it's kind of garbled, they're probably transmitting on the opposite of what you're on. So you could just press a key to to toggle back and forth. Well, since we're talking about the receive frequencies, because it's in, I know there are other really, really big features that you really want to get into, but I think that since we're in the receive frequency ranges right now, we we can't forget about the NOAA weather channels because that's a whole, I mean, we're got all seven no weather channels and we have a built-in weather radio into this thing with uh you know weather alert notifications pretty much the same way as the 935g plus and and uh some of the other ocean radios that have come out with with that feature i think that's still a pretty big deal a lot of people ask for that yeah that and the way we did it with this radio it's a copy paste from the 935g plus Mm -hmm. um which we did a lot of work with the 935G Plus on the NOAA and the NOAA alerts. Um, and that was one of the big additions to the Plus from the, the original 935. NOAA, yeah. NOAA mode in the original 935 wasn't so great. It didn't handle alerts well because there was, it, it, it didn't work um, when you weren't in scan mode, mm-hmm. which is, was kind of weird. But we completely revamped it in the plus and we added alert so that when you get a, a, a NOAA alert, you can choose to have the flashlight blare at you. You can choose to have an alarm play. You can choose to have it to just automatically turn on weather mode. Uh, so you, you can configure what happens when a NOAA alert occurs. Uh, you have a lot of control. And I don't see any other radios giving you those no. type of options. No, not really. I mean, this does take the whole weather alert thing to another level. And uh, while we're talking receive, this radio also has dual receive. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, similar to the 935. There's a dual display where you have area A and area B. It will receive on both. If you have both areas turned on, 
it'll receive on both areas at the same time. And this radio does have a super heterodyne receiver. <laughs> That'll make a lot of people happy, right? Uh, super head. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a, that's a positive on um, this radio, the Q, KGQ-10G over the 935. The 935G was a direct conversion receiver, even though it's a very good receiver, mm -hmm. very sensitive. Some people want uh, the super heterodyne um, receiver because it is a, a little better quality and this has it. Well, I mean, I don't want to go down the super heterodyne rabbit hole right now, but I, I will just say briefly that for those who are really basing their, their purchases on whether it's superhead or not, I, superhead is a little bit, uh, I think a little bit oversold sometimes uh, as a feature these days. Um, yeah, there was a time years ago when it, uh, it might have mattered somewhat, but these days, um, you know, the, the direct conversion um, circuitry on these radios is is so much better now, and you really don't have the issues, you know, that that you'd be concerned about between, you know, well, going we're, super we're, head we're, or direct conversion side, you know, but the fact we're, that it's we're, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, here. we we're are getting sidetracked. I said but, I didn't want to, but we did. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I, I want to make, I, I want to say something on the super head thing too, but su I think that super head is sort of a feature that people look at to tell them if it's a good quality radio yeah, or not. Yeah. You can make a good quality direct conversion radio, but a lot of times uh, a direct conversion radio is synonymous with a low quality radio. Like when you look yep. at a, a Baofeng or something like that, it, it's, you know, radio on a chip. Or what I, uh, what I call a, 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 a roach. <laughs> what I stand for radio, yeah, radio on a chip. On, um, <laughs> when you have uh, those radios that are poorly done, as most direct conversion radios are poorly done, or it, it is indicative of a lower quality radio, mm -hmm. Um, but that isn't the case all the time. You're absolutely right. A, a, um, like there are high end, super high price Motorola's that are direct conversion. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't anyway, even realize that actually, uh, let's, um, go back to our, uh, originally scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'll mention that the KGQ 10 G has USB C charging mm -hmm. and it has, um, IP67 waterproof. Those are two big features that we added with the KGS88G. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a big reason that we sell so many KGS88Gs because it's a, a nice quality, super hat, tiny radio with the IP67 and USB-C. And that waterproof level, even though we added the USB-C charging on the 935G+, the waterproof level is something that some people want. You know, I should have brought in a bucket for the show and just dropped it in the bucket and said, "Hey, look at this." And but uh <laughs> Rick, you got to you got to plan better for these. I things. do. We, we have this on I the do. calendar. We know we're going to do it. You, you could have had the bucket ready. Yeah, maybe we can we can throw in a a B-roll shot later or something and I'll ask Tommy if he can do that. Maybe uh, you can throw it o over my uh my icon here on, on this side. So, sorry, I don't have video guys. I have a, 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 we're recording from home today and I have a very uh, slow upload on my internet. So I, we get the choice of either no video and good audio or poor video and poor audio. Yeah. So 
So we're doing I the best we can on this one. Yeah. The audio side. <laughs> All right, so uh, what have we covered so far? I lost track. <laughs> uh, well, the, the key features we covered are the, the multiband receive with the with the CB and CB yeah. channels built yeah. in. Uh, we've got simultaneous dual channel receive with Superhat, mm -hmm. USB-C charging. We've got IP67. I, I don't think we mentioned the power before. This radio has six yeah. watts, up to six watts to, of power, I'll say. That's important to, to mention, yes, up to six watts. Up to six watts of power, and there's four power levels. We have low, medium, high, and ultra high. Ultra so high. The levels that we're shooting for are half a watt on low power, two watts on medium power, five watts on high power, and six six-ish, whatever the maximum we could get and still have this thing a, a, approved by the FCC. Yeah. Um, that is on, uh, ultra high, ultra high. Yeah. So, uh, we got four power levels and the, we've kind of, uh, aligned the defaults on the channels to line up with the FCC rules. Mm -hmm. Um, for example, channels one through seven max out at five Watts on what's allowable. So you cannot go above high transmit power on those channels. By the way, we have our, uh, an episode of our Radio 101 series where Tommy actually covers it. He goes through all of the different power levels on uh, on the GMRS and explains what the limits are on each of those. And I think that's coming up very soon. Uh, so uh, that's one to, to check out and watch, the Radio 101. Yeah, look for that. Um, what do we have now? GPS. Ah, yes. I was wondering when you were going to get to the GPS. I think GPS is a nice feature on this radio. It, it will uh, receive from GPS satellites. It knows its location. Um, and what you can do with the GPS is if you have multiple uh, Q-series radios from mm -hmm. Ocean, you can go to a display map screen on your radio and see relatively on a map screen where the other radios that you're receiving from are located. If they're, if the, if the other radio has chosen to transmit their location and you're receiving location, then an icon will show up from their radio on the map screen uh, along with their caller ID essentially on the, the side. So they'll get a number and you'll be able to track uh, where they've, uh, what direction they've been moving in relatively to where you are. There's not like a pretty map or a fancy, you don't, you don't see like the Google maps layout where you see terrain and all right. that. Um, but you do get sort of a waypoint and you can directionally see where, where they are compared to where you are. And there's even a sub menu here in uh, the menu for just for the GPS function. So you can go in there and kind of configure that a little bit. Yeah, you can turn on um, specifically which channels you want to transmit your location for. You can um, decide if you want to receive GMRS location or GPS locations. <laughs> GMRS <So>. locations. <laughs> yeah. it, it does not do APRS. Uh, we got some questions on that with the ham version. It, uh, uh, and that is not a capability at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, also, uh, we have themes. Mm -hmm. 
We brought the same themes over from the KG935G+. And boy, do we uh, have themes. The built, <laughs> we, we built in the same 10 themes from the 935G+, but we've also added four custom themes. So you can select, in addition to the default themes, there's a custom one, custom two, custom three, custom four. And through the programming software, you can choose your own colors for each of those four custom themes. Which is and really, really a, a big deal because some people think, well, 10, 10 themes that are built in, four custom themes. And they're not four custom themes. They're, they're four customizable themes, which means that you could have, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say a bazillion, but <laughs> if that's a real number, but you, the, the different configurations you can set up with those four custom themes with your own colors and that sort of thing is i i, I mean they're that's a lot <laughs> it's i don't want to say it's millions and millions but uh you know it's i mean a lot of different colors are available for every yeah, little and, and, part and, of and it. there's like four different screen attributes you can change or you can select a color for um so and you know of course there's millions of colors to choose from so that mm -hmm. would be millions of color combinations. Um, theoretically, I, theoretically, yeah. I'm not usually somebody that likes to get in and play with, you know, changing colors and changing themes. I, I pick something and that's, I usually stick with the default and that's what I use for, for my whole life. That's what I have uh, here. Like, <laughs> I'm using the default on the radio as it is and I've just pretty much stayed on it. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. look at my iPhone, it's it's the the background on my iPhone is the same as uh, what Apple shipped it with. But I can I'm going to turn on the uh, voice uh, thing for just a second. Let me see if I can go into the the themes. I can do a long press here, get into the themes, and I can actually show people a few of the themes that are available. I mean, you've got the black and the cool. Was this uh, cool? And you've got rain and uh, not a ruby sky. BTWR, which stands for by two-way radios, and uh, candy, and then you have the four custom themes in here, and uh, wow, and you got two different white ones, two different black ones, and uh, they're just uh, here. I put it on cool, and we can change it to cool and see. Now, whenever you change a theme, it reboots the radio real quick, so it can go to that new theme. But that's uh, you know that's still pretty cool that you can just sit there and change all these pretty much on the fly um that is cool i get it you just selected the cool theme and uh and it's cool you said that was cool <laughs> yeah that's a good one subtle thanks <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of colors the radio is also available in four colors mm -hmm. the radio itself so you can that's choose between blue green red and black on the radio and that yeah. the black is new we we didn't have black when we launched the um kgq10h and uh due to popular demand everyone was saying yeah. hey 
where's the black one? We need a black one. A lot, a so, lot of people were asking for the black, which what I thought was interesting because you come out with a black one on, on one of the other ones and say, hey, do you have any other colors? Maybe you can do a blue one or a green one. And then, so you do all the blue and green colors and then they say, hey, wait a minute, what about the black? So, uh, <laughs> I said, look, yeah. we, we've got to do, we, we've got, got to have this thing in black and ocean went into, uh, they worked overtime for a while and, and made it happen. <laughs> now those colors are not changeable on the fly. <laughs> you, you order the right. radio you want, want, and that's the one that you get. <laughs> yeah. That's the one you're stuck with. Yeah. If you pick blue, you're getting blue. And but of course, everybody's have, waiting for the day when you can press a little button on the side and just change the color of your radio. Um, I don't yeah, I don't want to give anybody ideas. Uh, but, speaking, uh, uh, it's, it's another good segue because the next feature I wanted to talk about is the little button on the side you press uh, for um, the configurable dual push to talk buttons. Yeah. So configurable and, dual to push to talk buttons. What we have here are two push to talk buttons. And I want to go into detail on this a little bit because there is some confusion, at least based on what the reaction we got from the ham community. Uh, the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the bottom push to talk button is labeled PTT1. And that's because the bottom push to talk button is more naturally where your finger would be. So right out of the box, this radio works like a 935 or an 805, a 905. Whereas if you just push push to talk one, it transmits on the active area. So wh whichever area A or B is the active area and the, the active area would be the larger one on the screen. The bottom push to talk button, the main push to talk button will transmit on that active area. And the upper push to talk button, PTT2, transmits on the non-active area or the secondary area. Well, I, I do kind of take exception to the uh, where it would normally be, my finger would normally be, because I have fat fingers. So my, I mean, the way I hold my radio, it's it could be somewhere in the middle, actually. But, uh, uh, you know, that kind of covers both of them really, where, when I normally hold a radio. But I can see where some people, uh, you know, would naturally uh, be on the lower one. Yeah, we, we did extensive testing, Rick, and it came back that uh, a large majority of people were on the bottom push talk naturally. But the, <laughs> I'm just not a natural person, I guess. <laughs> here, the, the feedback that we got from the ham community is – that their expectation is that the top push to talk button would transmit on the top area mm -hmm. and the bottom push to talk button would transmit on the bottom area. But that's not the way we chose to do it on, uh, by default. We chose to make it to where it worked like other radios with a primary and secondary area. But we have good news for you. The push to talk buttons are configurable. Mm -hmm. There's a menu setting. So if you would prefer to have push to talk two, which is the upper push to talk, transmit on area A all the time and push to talk one, transmit on area B all the time, then you can select that through the menu. You can make it happen. And it, it doesn't take but 20 seconds. Yeah, there's a menu option for that. So um, um, We also made cool. uh, 
We also made the push to talk buttons configurable in other ways. For example, you can assign a, a push to talk button to transmit on the active area in low power or in high power. So there's other, we're calling it configurable push to talk buttons because you can go in a menu and change how the push to talks operate. Yeah, I didn't want to st- step on what you were saying earlier about the different power levels, but that was one that I I couldn't wait to mention that or have you mention is that, yeah, with the four power levels, you can have the regular high power on, on, on one and then you can have the other one. If you wanted to do that burst of ultra high, uh, you know, you could just assign that to the other, to the other button and then, and, and do it that way. I think that's pretty cool. It's like that little uh, burst, you know. Absolutely. Um, but while we're talking about um, issues that came up with the Q10H, we, sh- we should talk about the split menu system mm-hmm. on this radio because that does cause some confusion as well. Um, yeah. Normally, Ocean has all their menu items combined into a single menu. And that's pretty standard on on most most radios, really. Correct. This radio is different. Now they have broken it up into two menus. There's a system menu and a channel menu. The channel menu, we call it an area, area menu, menu because the area menu, uh, because there are some settings that aren't specifically channel related. They're more area related. So there's the area menu and the system menu. System menu is uh, settings like what the side keys do, uh, configuring the push to talk buttons, uh, the backlight settings, settings that affect the radio um, in all operating modes. Things. So a short press of the menu button takes you into the channel menu. So w- what we would get with the, from the ham customers is, hey, how do I assign my side keys? Because they're not used to the long press of the menu. Long press of the menu button, around two seconds or so, will take you into the system menu, and you can get the system-specific settings. Yeah, so there are two menus here. And really, I think that that makes this programming from the keypad a little more powerful uh, once you understand where the menus are and how to access them. Um, I would say a lot more powerful, to be honest. You can essentially... With this radio, you can essentially program just about everything you need to program from the keypad without really needing to use the programming software. So if you're out in the field, you know, you have you can do pretty much most, most all of it, most of it. And um, the programming software, you know, for some people, they prefer the programming software or they have in the past for most other radios. And I think one of the reasons is because it gets a little complicated uh, trying to figure out stuff from the, from, the, uh, from the keypad of the radio. But this one has been designed to try to make it as easy as possible to program directly from the radio. So I think that kind of changes things a little bit in terms of what's easier, uh, whether it's the the programming from the radio or programming from the software. Uh, and that's just my opinion, but I, I think it, it really changes things. Well, we've also added some extra features to enhance um, programming things that, from the radio. Uh, the one thing that comes to mind is 
things that are very difficult to do directly from the radio, such as naming a channel, for example, where you have to scroll through, you know, 5,000 characters until you get to the one you want and going back and forth. We improved that process. Um, first, we, we took some of the things that we did for the 935G where um, the side keys go forward and backwards and the up and down arrows change the characters. But we also added um, this star key jumps you to a different sequence in the character list. For example, lowercase letters, uppercase letters, numbers, and symbols pressing the star key will take you directly to the next one. For example, you, you cycle through upper, lower numeric and symbols when you press star. So I that's, <laughs> I wish we'd done this podcast earlier this morning. Cause I completely forgot about the star key, <laughs> but I did remember the pound key. Uh, the pound key is a quick way to clear out yeah. whatever you have in that channel. List. So, we are thinking about the community and thinking about ways to make this radio more usable by adding little things. like and Those are things that people probably aren't even going to be aware. Most people aren't going to be aware of, but power users are going to, I think, love this radio because we did things like that. I can attest to the easy, uh, the, you know, how easy it is to, to enter the uh, channel names and numbers and things like that into into this to customize it because it's not just the channels and I hope I'm not jumping the gun here, but you know, the, not only are the channels customizable, but the, the, uh, top and the, uh, you know, the two, the oh, two, yeah, you're, you're yeah. talking about the banners, the, yeah, the, the, top two, banner the two, and- the two screen banners are completely customizable now. And I was trying to change the top one, the top, uh, banner this morning on the radio and I f- had forgotten about the star key, but it would show me a little bit longer. But I did remember the pound key, and having the pound key there just saved me a heck of a lot of time in, in clearing out the old one, putting in the new one. It was very, very, very quick and easy. Uh, one other example of something where I feel like we went the extra mile with this radio. It's something that we probably didn't need to do. No one was asking us to do it, but um, we hired a voice model to record all of the prompts for this radio. So all of the, used to be that some of the menu items, when you had voice on it, they didn't have a prompt for. So some of them would, you'd hear a voice. Some of them, you would not hear a voice. Now, every single menu item has a voice prompt and it's an American English female voice that is, is a real voice. It's not a computer generated voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think this is another little thing that makes yeah. this radio better. Yeah. Do you hear that? Welcome. I heard that. Mode. Do, yeah. do, 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 do it, it again. again. I think I was talking okay. over. Oh, that's okay. Welcome. Channel mode. Channel mode. I like that. That's very, very pleasant. And you hit the menu. Menu. See, and you can hit. Squelch. Squelch. And you can hit, you know, you can hit uh, the level. Enter. It, it, it's just, she sounds so nice. She sounds like someone you'd want to to uh, uh, go out and have coffee or sit down and have a cup of tea with and just, just let her talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm just surprised she, she sounded so nice. I, I wouldn't have been so happy when I saw the long list of, you know, <laughs> single and two-word prompts I had to record. <laughs> But yeah. she did great. One, two, 
It's okay. She she knows how to count. I'm just hitting the wrong buttons. <laughs> but uh, wow, that's I, it. It really it really is nice. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, new on this radio is we we have a weather button mm-hmm. um, right on the front of the radio. There's a WX key for for weather. Um, previously. Um, I'm thinking the 935 series, you had to hold down, I believe, the the band key or the area key mm-hmm. to activate weather or assign it to a PF key. You, you can still assign it to a PF key, but weather is now a, a single press, quick single press. Um, another big thing that we did with this radio is the programming software. Mm-hmm. It's completely new, rewritten from the ground up in it. It feels more modern, more usable. It has import and export. Yeah, that's so, a big one right there. Yeah, we, we were asked about that uh, a million times over the last few years. Can that you many? Make your, well, uh, at least. <laughs> but who's counting? It, it's, it's still not as intuitive as I would like for importing and exporting. The easiest way... To, to do the importing export is, is to export your channels and then you get an Excel file and then you can put anything you like in the Excel file and then re-import that same file mm-hmm. and uh, it will update your channels. By the way, um, I know we already covered the, the uh, aspect of programming from the radio, but I did want to add this to it since we're talking about programming new channels in here. Repeaters, you know, this supports the eight repeater channels on GMRS, for instance. And a lot of people say, well, I need to, to program a new repeater. How do I program another repeater channel into the radio? And, of course, this, thing, this, this has, what, 999 programmable channels in this thing. It has the 30, the, the 30 pre-programmed channels, which include the 22 GMRS channels and the eight repeater channels. Well, this radio... I think, which is a really cool feature, it can clone those channels. If you want to just clone, or if you want to add a new repeater channel and add a customizable code or tone to it, or do anything else that you want to change on that channel, and this goes, this is the, this is true with uh, adding any other GMRS channel in here uh, to customize. You just land on the channel you want to use, clone it to a new channel, and then just change the settings you want to change, and that's it. You're done. Very, very easy. Yeah. That, uh, that's sort of an alternative to Channel Wizard. I would personally use yeah. Channel Wizard if I yeah. were going to add a repeater channel. I think yeah. it's a little easier than doing the clone if you're, if you're on this radio or on the 935G+. But cloning the channel is uh, – it, it's super – I mean, you just go to the repeater channel and do a, ch- a channel ad, and it copies it. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's pretty easy as well. I think you have a video – yeah, we have a Radio 101 we're doing uh, that it's actually set up to to do, and I think Tommy's going to demonstrate that at some point. He's showing the method that uh, you're talking about that right, works on all the, the models. Right. It's not, he's not going through the channel wizard. No, no. he's not, uh, I, I, As I understand it, he's, he's, it's just straight, here's how to clone a channel. Awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to that. What else are we missing, Rick? Uh, I know... Um, we went through everything on that KGQ-10H yeah. episode, and I don't want to go through um, uh, another Did we, uh, 30 minutes of, of listing every little thing. So We I, talked I about favorite channels and uh, 
uh, let's see, we, did we cover exactly what you can program into these, these, uh, these three programmable function keys? Do we, because I think this list is pretty comprehensive. It, it isn't like you can just assign, uh, something to the, to each of those programmable keys and choose it from like one or two different options. And sometimes there are different options for, for each key. You've got what, a dozen or so at least? Let's see. 19 options. 19 at this point. I mean, that's, uh, that's I, a lot. And they're the same ones for each of those three programmable keys. And each of those programmable you, you keys want me to, have the short and a long press. So You want me to, to read these off? Sure, why not? Um, okay, these, these are options that you can assign to your six programmable function keys. Uh, well, one is disable. So I guess that doesn't count. You, you <laughs> yeah, can disable can the key altogether. Yeah. <laughs> it's, technically, it's an option. Technically, it's, it's an option, yeah. Alarm, backlight, uh, increase brightness, mm-hmm. favorite, flashlight, FM radio, location map, monitor, reverse, scan, scan CTCSS, scan DCS, SOS, strobe, talk around, weather, AM, FM toggle. Channel wizard. You can just access the channel wizard just from pressing that button. You don't have to go into the menu to get to it. Let's talk about that AM FM switch for just a moment. Um, I think that's an important one to to mention. Uh, Well, we mentioned it twice already, but if you want to go over it again. Oh, uh, yeah, did we? Uh, For for assigning it to to the function key? I guess we did, didn't we? uh, Well, we were talking about um, the CB. Right, right, but I, I, I'm right. somebody as far as if uh, assigning it to a function key, to you can just instantly change it. Right, right. I think we mentioned that, and, okay, uh, okay, we because did. That, okay. that we were talking about the CB and uh, how. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we talked about so much channel, stuff. You, it, There's so much stuff in here. <laughs> I'm losing track. It, this this radio is packed with features. I'm telling you. It, Please check this radio out. I, I think everyone is going to be thrilled with the radio. Something we haven't mentioned is the battery life. This has a yeah. 3,000 milliamp battery. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's, a, lot, that's of a lot of battery life. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's um, day. I believe this thing will, will stay on for, uh, for me well over a day in standby. Mm-hmm. And we we have the the st- like the the Q ten inch. We have the stopwatch timer and things like that. We you know the flashlights in there and all that good stuff. But um, we also have because of the GPS capability, we also have a clock that that'll display up there if you choose to display it. As long as the GPS is enabled, you can set up a little clock to display, which is kind of cool. It also still includes the charging dock, even though it can be charged by, uh, even though it can be charged with USB-C, the cradle charger is still included, includes a, a belt clip, um, manual, um, manual written in English by Rick. Mm-hmm. So complain to him if anything's missing. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably something missing. They'll they'll find something. If you find something missing and let us know, well, you know, there could be some swag in there for you. Uh, We got that on the H. I think we owe some swag to some people from from mentioning something on the H that wasn't. Well, one that wasn't 
intended to be in there, but the other that was, and we forgot. So, or I forgot. <laughs> um, we also have a stacked um, channel volume knob on this radio. Mm-hmm. So this is a design change. It's the first ocean radio that we've ever sold at least that, that has this setup. The The top area is the volume and the bottom area of this um, button is the channel. And we went back and forth quite a bit to get the right feel on this and to make sure that when you're changing channels, it doesn't um, adjust the volume uh, accidentally and uh, that type of thing. I want to make sure it wasn't too stiff or too loose, uh, somewhere in between. And I, I think it, it actually is a pretty good balance there. Just checking myself. I'm trying to think of what else we meant. Oh, the remote control functions. These these are functions that most people aren't going to use ever, (laughs) but it's it's something that's kind of cool, and more people should be aware of it. You you can remotely through DTMF signals to the radio, you can turn on um, remote monitoring. It's probably the best feature. So if you have a radio in in one room, you can from another radio, activate monitoring on that radio so that it automatically transmits any audio that uh, it's hearing in that room. The remote control functionality of this radio is is something that um, I I, th- I don't know how many people are really going to use it that much, to be honest, but there it, might be a few. I think it's a good example of a powerful function that the radio supports mm-hmm. that you're, you're not going to find on a typical GMRS radio. It's there. It's there if, uh, if you need to use it. Yeah, pretty much. It's there if you need it. And there are instructions on how to do some of this in the manual. So, by the way, uh, yeah, read the manual, please. Read the manual. That, uh, that'll that answer a lot of your questions. There, there's a ton more features. We're, we're leaving a lot out. Um, if you want more detail on the – if you want us to, to go through the minutia of listing, you know uh, – Reverse, talk around, compander, descrambler, you know, all that good stuff. Go to the KGQ10H mm-hmm. um, podcast that we did because we talked about pretty much everything on that episode. Well, there is one thing that we did not talk about yet, and that is Uh-oh. the price. That's the price of this radio. The price, it is time to talk about the price. The yes. price on this radio is. Two hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Two nineteen ninety nine, which incidentally at the moment is the same price as the Q ten H, which kind of makes sense because the the hardware is basically the same between mm-hmm. these two radios. So, um, we we did put um, a lot of effort into this one, and we we hope that everyone notices. And I, I hope that everybody's happy with this radio. If, if the price seems a little um, pricey, it, it's because there, there's a lot in this radio. It's just it's packed with a lot. And I think when you get down to it and, and go through all the feature sets and, and just find out what's here and what just how powerful it is, uh, I think you'll find that it's actually a pretty pretty good uh, pretty good bargain, pretty good value for the price. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, and and it's the same price as the uh, KGQ-10H, and um, that, that has been a great seller. People have, have loved it so far, and the feedback that we've gotten on it so far has been positive. Oh. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get the same thing. 
Tell them how they can save 5%, yeah. Oh, you beat me to it. All right. <laughs> I yes. knew where you were going. For those of you who have been listening to the show for a long time, you know, for those who are new to it, if you enter promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save 5% off your order. So promo code SHOW at checkout, save 5%. And it's for the listeners, just for the listeners and the viewers of the Two-Way Radio Show podcast. So there you go. It's from us to you. Uh, I think that's pretty much uh, what we got covered here. We I think we cut over most of it, right? Um, I I could yeah. go on for another forty five oh, minutes I know talking you could. about this radio, but <laughs> but uh, I want people to you know not fall asleep. Because people might be listening to this while they're driving, and you know we want to keep you awake. And if it's somebody who's just interested in MERS or something and doesn't care about GMRs, they're going to say like, uh, I don't know, I'm going to skip this episode. <laughs> When's the, the next MERS episode coming out? <laughs> Or something, but um, anyway, uh, I yeah, this this is a pretty good radio. I think I think everybody will like this one. All right, well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. The first one is uh, a question uh, coming uh, from someone who listened to episode one eighty two. This was uh, the previous episode, Who Can Use Motorola 900 Megahertz Digital Radios, that uh, Danny mentioned uh, earlier in the show. And uh, they want to know, they want to know, this is from Jason. Jason wants to know, would a Motorola DTR700 be compatible with a CLS 1410? And that's from Jason. Um, and the answer is, the uh, simple answer is no. The short answer is no, Jason, sorry. Uh, the CLS 1410 is an analog radio, and it operates in the 400 megahertz business frequencies in the UHF band. The DTR 700 is a 900 megahertz digital radio, and that operates on the license-free uh, frequencies in the ISM band. So, uh, listen to uh, those who listen to episode 182 of the Two Way Radio Show uh, podcast. Still, you can hear that it covers the the entire. Um, uh, topic of 900 megahertz digital radios in detail. Probably a little more detail than I really needed to, but <laughs> there you go. And let's see. Our next uh, one is a comment from iPoke Badgers and is responding to um, the 900 megahertz digital radios as well. And uh, let's see. iPoke Badger says another interesting podcast. Thanks, guys. That's from Iapoke Badgers. I appreciate that. And another comment from Chicken Hawk, uh, also in the forum, and he was listening to the podcast as well. And he says, great podcast, especially with all my experience with the Motorola DTR slash DLR series, plus Motorola and Ocean Business Radios and GMRS radios here in Canada. He says the DTR slash DLR digital radios work very well in buildings for a couple of reasons. One is that the 900 megahertz wavelength is a bit smaller than the VHF and UHF waves, so they fit easier through windows and doorways. Uh, he says a bit simplistic, of course. The other reason, of course, is the high quality of the receiver circuitry in the Motorola radios. This is why a 1-watt DTR radio can easily outperform a 5-watt VHF outdoors, where a VHF is traditionally thought to be better. Uh, he says, I have tested them head-to-head -head with both VHF and UHF radios, and they were always superior even through vegetation. 
The surprising thing I also found, and have reported in multiple reviews, um, is that the DLR it, with its shorter antenna and smaller form factor has nearly the same range, or is nearly uh, has nearly as much range as the DTR radios. The issue with the digital radios that people need to be aware is that one must push the push to talk and wait for the confirmation tone before speaking. The half second it takes plus the half second delay with digital radios means that they might not be suitable in areas where an instant safety stop must be called. And that is from Chicken Hawk. And I really appreciate the comments on that and, and the insight on that. That That's a good point that I did not make on the show as far as the digital radio is concerned. And that's pretty much true of, of most all the digital radios. You, ha- you do have that half a second a hesitation when you first press the push to talk um, before the, the sig- you know, before the signal is heard on the other end. That's true. Uh, any, any comment on that, Danny? Uh, no, that was a good comment. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast because it's out there pretty much everywhere. So, uh, you, you know, you can also subscribe by email. If you click on the subscribe by email button uh, on the Two-Way Radio Show podcast page at twowayradioshow.com, enter your email address, and you'll get the latest episode of the Two-Way Radio Show as soon as it's released. So, there you go. All right, uh, before we go, any final, any final comment? Uh, please check out the new KGQ-10G radio from Ocean, and uh, I hope you like it. Please let us know your feedback, good or bad. I'd love to hear it. All right. All right. I guess that does it for this episode. Today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feemster. And we're out.